برنامج عدين في يوم الجمعة يوم الجمعة يوم الجمعة Programs are legion on a Friday only on the Voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yes, these programs of religion on a Friday. It's our Friday Nasiha program as we head towards the Mubarak Waqt of Jummah. Wherever you are finding yourself listening to us, hoping that you have a pleasant morning this morning and too, not too many or stresses or too much stress, inshallah. My guest here with me is Sheikh Muhammad Fadil, Imam Din. Sheikh, assalamualaikum to you. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa Imam of the Harvey Road Masjid. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. And I know we've spoken about this so many times, whenever you're the guest here, about the history of the mosque. And alhamdulillah, <laughs> last year the masjid, we had a program at the masjid where the masjid had become... Uh, uh, and we had celebrated the masjid being in existence for 100 years, alhamdulillah. alhamdulillah. And uh, we cannot make shukr enough to the previous imams that had played the role in the community. Wow. Even after people were forcibly removed from the Harfield village in Claremont, the masjid was kept alive by the community that left. And alhamdulillah, to date we still have of those community members who live as far as Grassy Park, as far as Menenberg, who come and assist and always attend functions at the masjid, alhamdulillah. So we are grateful to Allah for always preserving the house of Allah in, in that area, alhamdulillah. Absolutely. I think I've said it so many times on, on air. Even the apartheid government couldn't, uh, you know, uh, they could move us from the areas. Yeah. But I must say one thing for them, they never touched our mosques. Yeah, no, alhamdulillah. That is the heart of the community. <laughs> Absolutely. The heart, if the heart is pumping, uh, the body might not be in the best of conditions, but he is still there and is still in the remembrance of Allah. Alhamdulillah. So you have a little bit about yourself also involved with the Muslim Judicial Council? Yes, Alhamdulillah. I've been working at the Muslim Judicial Council in the Social Development Department where we deal with counseling matters, matters of marital issues, family issues, individual mm-hmm. issues. So we counsel there, Alhamdulillah, from Monday to Thursday. Uh, every day and from 8 o'clock until half past 3 in the afternoon so I, I as in 2013 I was appointed as the head of the department of the social development department Alhamdulillah and today that is still the function I, I know not to digress from what you are going to be speaking about but a couple of weeks ago I had national um, stats being released mm. and it was claimed that the divorce rate in the country had skyrocketed and that went across the field, and um, there was a huge concern. Social Department of Government has pulled yeah. out all the stops to find out what it is. Is it stressful living? Uh, on your side, mm. is it the same problem? There? No, we do. Obviously, we do facilitate divorces at the MJC, but uh, Alhamdulillah, I must say uh, unofficially that there has been a decline in the oh, divorce rate in the last couple of months. Uh, so, Alhamdulillah, there seems to be some. Uh, positivity in, in, in our community, alhamdulillah, with regards marriages and so on. Alhamdulillah. <coughs> well, Sheikh will also share with us just before we wrap up a little later on, uh, Sheikh will be hosting a new program here on Voice of the Day. No, alhamdulillah, new ventures, uh, <laughs> 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 inshallah, inshallah. <laughs> Uh, I knew at one stage they're going to have to, you know, uh, haul you in. (laughs) 
and then also your wife does the early morning slot now alhamdulillah she does the am inspirations uh, she's been inspiring me uh, for quite some while <laughs> and alhamdulillah she's been on the radio now for the last 2 3 months uh, in the morning slot the am inspirations alhamdulillah i often say this and let me say it again what would we have done without our women especially our mothers our yeah. wives allahu akbar check the topic for this morning now inshallah the topic that we were given this morning is the importance of the memorization or preservation of the holy quran inshallah a'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajeem bismillahir rahmanir rahim alhamdulillah nahmadu wa nusalli ala muhammad wa ala alihi jama'atul muslimin as we are speaking about the tahfiz of the quran the memorization and the preservation of the holy quran we need to obviously understand the importance of becoming a hafiz al quran and the importance of becoming a preserver of the holy quran lies in the importance of the quran itself prior to the revelation of the holy quran we as muslims understand and believe that allah ta'ala had sent mankind numerous books of guidance some which are we are aware of as the torah revealed to nabi musa alayhi salatu wasalam also known as the the old testament the zabur the psalms revealed to nabi dawud the injil the bible revealed to nabi musa alayhi salatu wasalam and there are many other books and other books that were revealed by allah ta'ala and this was for the guidance for to the protection of man and as a basic identity document on how to live our lives in the worship and the ibadah of Allah so from the books that we have mentioned we also understand and we have learned through history that these books unfortunately were corrupted by the very people who were entrusted with these books these books were sent to and this is made mention in the holy quran it is something that allah taala speaks about in many ayat of the holy quran some of which in surah al-baqarah where allah taala says a'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajeem bismillahir rahmanir rahim afatatamuna ayyu'minu lakum wa qad kana fariqun minhum yasma'una kalam allah yasma'una kalam allah thumma yuharifunahu min Allah Ta'ala says do you the believers desire that they will believe in your religion in spite of the fact that a party of you used to hear the word of Allah and then you used to change it knowingly after they understood it So yeah Allah Ta'ala explains to us that the, the books that Allah Ta'ala sent to these people as a book of guidance as it was received by the people they knowingly changed the book of allah the book that allah taala revealed to him with the law with that which is lawful and that which is unlawful that which is allowed and that which is prohibited they then took the book of allah and what was right they turned into that which was false and that which was false they had turned into that which is right so yeah this was this is what happened to all the the the, the kitab or the kutub that allah taala had sent to the previous nations prior to nabi muhammad mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam also now we understand that allah taala had revealed the quran and in the opening chapters as you open the book after surah al-fatiha in the first verses of surah al-baqarah allah taala speaks about the quran as being what it is merely hudallinas it is a guidance for mankind it is hudallil muttaqin a guidance for those who fear allah a guidance for those who want to live their life in the pleasure of allah and now we understand that unlike these other books that allah taala had, had, had revealed the this quran that allah now revealed to his last and final messenger the quran is a unique book it is not like those that were received before 
ever since its ever revelation, no person has been able to produce something like the Quran. And this uh, this challenge was put out to men, and it was asked of them, if you can, وَإِن كُنْتُمْ فِي رَيْبٍ مِمَّا نَزَّلْنَا عَلَىٰ عَبْدِنَا فَأْتُوا بِصُورَةٍ مِّن مِثْلِهِ وَدَعُوا شُهَدَاءَكُمْ مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ إِن كُنْتُمْ صَادِقِينَ And if you are in doubt as to that which we have revealed to our servant Muhammad wasallam, then produce a chapter like it and call on your witnesses besides Allah if you are truthful. So we understood, you know, before the Quran, like the Injil, the Torah, people could do with the book what they please. People, they tafsir the book. And not only did they tafsir the book, they changed, literally changed the book that Allah Ta'ala had sent them. So yeah, Allah Ta'ala is putting the same challenge to those who had done this to previous books of Allah. That if you can come with something similar to this Quran, then bring it. If you can come with something similar to any one of the chapters of this Quran, then bring it. If you have something similar in meaning and understanding to the Quran and bring it mm-hmm. and obviously many people from the time and those people in the time of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam they were proficient in language they loved poetry and they tried and they tried and they tried the closest they came was changing one two words of a surah that Allah ta'ala had revealed and but none of them were successful so we should not for one moment be fooled or think that Allah ta'ala was not aware of what was going to happen with regards his divine books even in divine Divine guidance therein is a test that will distinguish the believers from those who disbelieve, the strong from the weak. In addition, Allah Ta'ala in His infinite mercy and wisdom always corrected the corruption of man. So they corrupted the Torah, Allah Ta'ala revealed the Zabur. So they corrupted the Zabur, Allah Ta'ala revealed the Injil. Allah Ta'ala was always continuously sending guidance to man to correct and reveal the truth and expose any type of falsehood. Now Allah Ta'ala again he revealed the Quran, a book of guidance revealing the truth and exposing the falsehood. Allah orders in Surah Al-Baqarah, as we know, شَهْرُ رَمَضَانَ الَّذِي أُنزِلَ فِيهِ الْقُرْآنِ هُدًا لِلنَّاسِ وَبَيْنَ the book that Allah Ta'ala had revealed during the month of Ramadan, a book of guidance for man with clear proofs inside, a book of guidance and a clear criterion between that which is right and that which is wrong. And this is what we need to understand with regards to the importance of the Quran. It is not just a book and pages between two covers. It is our book of life. Not this identity book that we uh, walk around with, with our ID numbers in, and our nationality in, and we're still asking about a race of one another, and we're still asking about, you know, what color my eyes is, and what color my hair is. No, Jama'atul Muslimin, this Quran that we speak of, this Quran is our dustur, it is our constitution, this Quran is my identity as a Muslim. It was revealed by Allah, and Allah Ta'ala also mentioned, inna nahnu nazzalna that this book that was Quran this revealed this dhikr, this remembrance of Allah that was revealed surely it is in the guardians of Allah Allah Ta'ala will guard it until the day of Qiyamah there will be no changes no kasra no fatha no zabr nothing there won't be a dot a nukta changed in the book of Allah why? because Allah Ta'ala is the protector of the Quran so now we ask the question even though the preservation of the Holy Qur'an is with Allah and will always be protected by Allah, we do, we do not need to fear the disappearance of the Qur'an. But the question we ask ourselves, Jama'atul Muslimin, is what part would we like to play 
in preserving the words of Allah. What part would we like to play in the preservation of our book of life, our way of life, our book that will be our success, both on this dunya and in the year after? Many have tried Jamaatul Muslimin to get rid of the Quran. They have made fun of the Quran. They have burnt the Quran. They have even had special days to commemorate the burning of the Quran. They have thrown it to the to 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 into the sea waters. They have thrown it into rivers. They have desecrated the Quran. They have done whatever they want to. But today, Jamaatul Muslimin, the Quran is still in existence, and this in itself is the miracle of Allah. And this Quran, Jamaatul Muslimin, even if they do get it right, to burn all the copies of the Holy Quran, to delete it from all of our computers, our phones, and whatever we carry the Quran in, we understand that the Quran is still preserved in not hundreds, not thousands, but in millions of people's hearts and minds and chests across the globe, alhamdulillah. And this is one of the miracles that Allah Ta'ala had sent to the Ummah of Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Just on that note, Sheikh, I'm going to ask you just to hold it for a second. Our guest here with us, Sheikh Muhammad Fadil Imandin. Sheikh, we'll continue after this. Al-Barnamij Al-Dinu Fi Yawmi Jumaa Yawmi Jumaa Yawmi Jumaa Programs of the Legion on a Friday, only on the Voice of the Cape. Welcome back once more, still with us, our guest, Sheikh Muhammad Fadil Imandin. Sheikh, I wanted to say this, I don't you know, make you lose your train of thought there, but I thought I must mention this, everybody's probably heard about the manuscripts of Timbuktu. Yes, alhamdulillah. And SABC3 actually hosted it during the week by chance mm-hmm. and I thought oh, Timbuktu man I gotta sit and watch this program um, but they were focusing on a particular alim and his life and what he did yes. it was mind-blowing and the sacrifices that were made Allahu Akbar and Alhamdulillah and that also brings uh, into our topic of Jamil that you know as we posed the question before before uh, the break, Alhamdulillah, we spoke about the, the, the Qur'an always being preserved by Allah. Absolutely. And what role is it that we want to play in the preservation of this Holy Qur'an, this book of Allah? And it is going to take some sacrifice. Mm. It is not something that will come easy to any one person, you know, but it is something that we must do and we must put effort in. But Allah Ta'ala also makes mention in Surah Al-Qamr, where Allah Ta'ala says, وَلَقَدْ يَسَّرْنَا الْقُرْآنَ لِذِكْرِ فَهَلْ مِنْ مُذَّكِرِ And Allah Ta'ala says that, you know, we have indeed made the Qur'an easy to understand and easy to remember. And Allah is posing the question, who of you out there wants to remember the Qur'an? You know, who wants this part? We cannot say of Allah in us, but the words of Allah. Preserve it with us. 
And there is great virtue in the memorization of the Holy Quran and becoming a Hafiz of the Quran. Because we understand in the deen of Islam, there's no place for envy or jealousy, you know, for any brother, whether it is Muslim or not. You know, we're sometimes very envious because they out know a lekapatekis and also let's know for also much who are bitterapatekis takatkup. That person has now bought him a new car, my sister had bought her a new car, so now I need to go buy me a better car. Because we're always in competition with one another but in the deen of islam says you know it is in fact haram to envy one another to be jealous of one another in sep- except in two cases rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam says in the hadith la hasada illa fitnatain that there is no jealousy for one another except in two regards rajulul atahullahu alquran fahuwa yuqawwimu bihi ana al-layl wa ana anhar and one of those persons that we can be jealous of and admire and respect and honor is a man who Allah Ta'ala has given the knowledge of the Quran and so he recites it during the night and during the day. So amongst the blessings of the Kufas, those who preserve the Quran, those who recite the Quran, in another hadith Rasul speaks about the person who has this book of Allah with him, he will be credited with a good deed and a good deed that gets tenfold for every time he recites the Quran, man qara'a harafan min hasana for every haraf, for every letter that he recites from the Quran there is a good deed for that person. Wal hasanatu bi ashrin amthaliha and for every letter, it is not one good deed that is uh, written down for him. It is ten good deeds that is written for that person. And in that hadith, again, Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam goes further to explain what he means by a haraf. And he says, لا أقول ألف لامم حرفن That I'm not saying to you that alif lamim is a, is a letter. But I'm saying to you that alifun harfun wa lamun harfun wa mimun harfun. That the alif is a letter, that the lam is the letter, and the mim is a letter. Now imagine the Jamil and our beloved listeners that Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is making mention and this is not specifically to Hufad, only those who love the Quran, those who recite the Quran that when you say Alif Lam Meem, Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says that there is not one reward written for you but there is not ten rewards written for you, there is minimum thirty rewards just for reciting those three letters. Now any person who has studied to become a Hafid al-Quran who is busy studying to become a Hafid we understand that it is not an easiest of tasks to obtain or objectives to obtain in fact I remember while studying under Sheikh Abdul Rahman Sali uh, may Allah Ta'ala always Amen. protect him, he's still alive and his, his schools is still going strong in Weinberg Alhamdulillah one of my colleagues he came to the, to the madrasa and on that particular day he did not know his lesson and so Sheikh obviously, uh, you know, Sheikh gave him uh, a, a scolding. Right. Sheikh reprimanded him for not knowing his lesson. And he said to Sheikh, Ya Allah Sheikh, which Sheikh na? Allah says in the Quran, لو أنزلنا هذا القرآن على جبل إلا رأيته خاشعا متصديا من خشية الله. Allah says, Sheikh, in the Quran, that if this Quran was revealed unto a mountain, this mountain would crumble to dust because of the fear that it has for Allah. No, ik is maar niet een mens. Hoe moet ik mijn lesvaal gemaakt? Vandaag het die Koran voor mij laat zakken, voor mij gejumaliëid. But alhamdulillah, in his humor, in the ayat, we also understand that, you know, it is a struggle to memorize the Quran. 
Yeah, uh, you know, having been at uh, where the where Sheikh used to recite, even here when we had this uh, Khatam of the Holy Quran program, um, the Old Quran being recited. Yes, anyway, and, and I would certain his facial expressions. Yeah, wow. if you don't didn't understand Arabic, Allah is is Muslim means if you start and you listen to him and he smiles and you know you know he's talking about. Good news. Yeah, and when the facial expression changes and becomes, then yeah, you know no, wow, wow. Uh, the Iwat is Yeah, so these are these are our, our, our people that we need to envy in our community. The likes of uh, Sheikh Abdurrahman Sali, the likes of Sheikh Abdullah Waludin, uh, many many others. I don't want to mention more names because I'm going to come into trouble by not mentioning all of the names. But may Allah Taala always preserve them and protect them Amen. and allow them to be in our communities and and you know give us over. This, this education of the Quran Alhamdulillah And this is also something that comes to mind In becoming Hafid Al-Quran It is not something that happens overnight Today you have programs with all due respect To any person and anyone who is running Or doing these programs How to become Hafid in 15 weeks How to become Hafid in 3 months How to become Hafid overnight But what is the benefit therein We realize that Nabi Muhammad wasallam, The Quran was revealed to him Over a period of 23 years and not all at once it was broken down for different reasons but also to understand and implement and this is how many of the sahaba radiallahu anhum they came to memorize the, the quran by by, by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and they would only memorize 10 ayat at a time and after memorizing these 10 ayat they would not memorize another ayat until they have understood the ayat that they have memorized and until they have implemented into their lives the ayat that Allah Ta'ala had uh, ordered or, or sent down or revealed to them. So there is no rush in becoming hafiz, there is no stipulated time period if you want to do it over here, Alhamdulillah Barakallahu Fiqh, if you want to do it over three years, if you want to do it over ten years, the thing is Jamaatul Muslimin is just to make that effort to start and, and, and implementing and reciting and preserving the words of Allah. Alhamdulillah. And there is again Jamaatul Muslimin so much virtue, so much honor in memorizing the Holy Quran. And we understand that, you know, it is not only memorizing, but as we have said, we have to implement into our lives as well. Because when it was asked of Sayyidatina Aisha radiallahu anha, what was the character of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? She says, Kana al-Quran. That his character was the Quran. He was not only, the Quran was not only revealed to Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, but he practiced the Quran, he lived the Quran, he slept the Quran, he dealt with people the way the Quran had ordered. He was a living, walking example and tafsir explanation of the Quran and this is what we need to implement and this is a message to all our Khufad out there that you know studying the Quran is not only having the title of Hafiz and Khufad but it is also implementing and loving the Quran that you have inside Allah. your chest Alhamdulillah so going on with the virtues of the memorizing the Holy Quran again Aisha radiallahu anha reports that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says quite a lengthy hadith where Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says the one who is proficient in the recitation of the Holy Quran will be uh, with the, the honorable and the obedient scribes the angels and he would and he who recites the Quran and finds it difficult to recite doing his best to recite 
in the best possible way will have a double reward. Alhamdulillah, Allah Ta'ala is not unfair, Jamaatul Muslimin. Not many of us have had the opportunity to try, go and study the Quran for years, to sit under the, or by the feet of the Mashaykh to study and, and learn the Quran, to become Hafid al Quran. But again, it is never too late to do so, whether we are two years old, whether we are 20 years old, whether we are 80 years old, it is never too late. The only time is too late is when Malak al Maut takes our ruh and then there is no opportunity and no chance to do anything in life. So, Ya Rasul sallallahu is telling us that a person who is proficient, obviously, this person has gone out and made the effort to learn how to recite the Quran to the best of his ability, Alhamdulillah, they will be risen and they will be amongst the malaika who had wrote the Quran, who had, were the scribes of the Quran and amongst the obedient. But even with those who go out and they struggle every day, it becomes a struggle for them to, to learn how to recite the Quran, but they do not give up. They do not stop putting in that effort. Allah Ta'ala says, the person who is proficient will be with the malaika, but the person who struggles and continues his struggles until such a time he recites the Quran to the the best of his ability for him there is double the reward than what the, the one who has recited the Quran proficiently this is all the, the Jamaatul Muslimin the virtues of becoming Hafid al-Quran and yeah I just want to stop for one second and just remind ourselves you know it does not mean that we need to become Hafid al-Quran this is my opinion obviously that we need to recite the Quran from cover to cover from memory yes that is the best way and the best possible thing that we can do for ourselves but even if we know and many of us we know Suratul Yaseen Alhamdulillah if we can memorize that surah and just take it in and try to recite it as it should be recited and memorize the surah, it is the heart of the Quran. Although there is not many hadith that can stipulate directly to say that it is, but it is part of the Quran to recite Kulu Allah Ahad, three ayat of the Holy Quran. Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi says, Whoever recites those three ayats with the intention, it is as if he had recited a third of the Quran. But we recite the Quran with love, with meaning, with understanding and we preserve that part of the Quran we are Alhamdulillah Hafid al-Quran those who are preserving the, the Quran and those who are trying to, 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 to preserve and protect the Quran and the words of Allah until the day of Qiyamah. Something happens to the Quran today, Alhamdulillah. We are so lucky here in Cape Town, we can knock on any door. Can you recite, Kul Allah wa Ahad, Kul Nas, and we can go from one neighbor to the next. And Alhamdulillah, I'm almost certain that by the time we come to the end of the neighborhood or the end of the road, we will be able to rewrite the entire Quran as Allah Ta'ala had revealed it, Alhamdulillah. And this is also the, 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 the rank of the person the one who had devoted himself to the Quran will be resurrected with the Quran on the day of Qiyamah and it will be told of that person you know recite the Quran and continue reciting the Quran and the last ayah that you have recited of the Quran this is the ayah that Allah Ta'ala will say that you need to Elevate yourself in the ranks of Jannah. You know, Alhamdulillah, I also remember another Ustad of mine <coughs> who had given us a beautiful story with regards a person who had recited the Quran. This person, Jamaatul Muslimin, he loved to recite the Quran and everyone in his community, they knew him to be a person who loved to recite the Quran. And this person, as he was reciting the Quran, <coughs> 
Maaf. As he was reciting the Quran and he loved the surah, reciting the Quran and he recited it every day so much so with the beauty and understanding that people used to come sit at his feet and he would recite the Quran to them. And the last ayat before Allah Ta'ala had taken his ruh, he recited in Surah Al-Yasin, Inni mubin. And the understanding and the meaning of this ayat is that verily we are of those who are misguided. And at this time Allah Ta'ala had taken his ruh. And people couldn't understand this was a person who loved the Quran. How is it that Allah Ta'ala took his ruh at the time we saying that he is of the misguided? And so it goes on and the people were worried until one of the neighbors, he had a dream of this person. And he saw this person standing at the gates of Jannah. And the malaika continued with the ayat, Inni amantu bi rabbikum fasma'oon. He came to the, the malaika and he says, Verily, I am those who believed. In my Lord and those who were obedient to him, I listened to him. And the Malaika responded, Qila Jannah. Now enter Jannah. And he says to, to the Malaika, you know, I wish that my people could see me now how Allah Ta'ala had honored me and placed me and, 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 and given me. And this is from the ayat where, where Surah Al Yasin, many of us know it in so this is the honor Jamaatul Muslimin that Allah Ta'ala had bestowed upon those who love Allah and those who love the kalam of Allah, those who love the book of Allah and those who are attached to the book of Allah. Allahu Akbar. Well, as a guest here, Sheikh Muhammad Fadil Imandin, and just going back to the um, manuscripts of Timbuktu, you also got an idea of how they preserve the writing of the. Uh, I don't think you get those sorts of. Today it's so modern. It's yeah, now, But they used to sit for. That Sheikh used to sit for hours throughout the night. Yeah. Even if we look at, at, at how the Quran was preserved in Cape Town, Jamaat uh, Tajamil, it was one of our. our our, 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 uh, Sheikh, Sheikh uh, Twanguru yes. on the Robben Island who, who wrote the Quran from memory mm. while he was on Robben Island Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. And so I, believe, is, I believe that the old masjid, the old masjid was masjid on, uh, still the, being preserved yes, the old masjid has a copy of that Quran I remember the, the, the late Nelson Mandela when he was on Robben Island he said he got such a lot of inspiration inspiration from the karamat that he could see through his window where it was yeah. And he knew there was something special <laughs> about that person lying there. Yes, no, Allah Akbar. So here's a, um, a question. It's not really, a, I often invite listeners to just send yes, SMSs yes. on how they, um, you know, perceive the program to be and the topics that we are doing. Uh-huh. And here's one that says, um, I would, uh, Sheikh, I would like to become a Hafitha. I started already. I'm reading it as it is. I've started already, but it's very difficult. Um, I am 60 years old this year, my Allah passion, and then it ends there. But Sheikh, let's take the ad break and, uh, you know, just before you wrap, give us a little bit of comment on that. No, inshallah, we'll do that. Programs are the region on a Friday, only on the Voice of the Cape.
Welcome back to our Friday in a Sikha program. Also sometimes she, friends of mine would say to me, they like Imam Prat, they want to go for Imam Prat, they say, they must sit in the Imam Giripriq and Pato, stick to your hand up and Prat, but they say, I got to know hosting this program, who are the alims that like you to interact, and others you leave alone. Nah, because, I mean, it's a lot of concentration. There's another SMS Sheikh that says, Ya Salam Sheikh, I just got goosebumps. May Allah make us of those who are hafiz. Amin. Amin, Amin. I just want to say, when we listen to guests like yourself, we mustn't just, you know, listen to it, absorb it, and say, Ya Salam, it was... We must implement. Amen, inshallah. Amen, amen. A lot of fingers pointing yeah. to me myself. Say over to you. No, inshallah. This is one of the, the, the SMSs that Buta Jamil had read before we left about a 60 year old uh, mother who has an oh, auntie yes. that has started with a with a quest to become a hafiz alhamdulillah we make dua allah ta'ala make it easy inshallah allah ta'ala grant uh, to become fully hafiz allah ta'ala make it uh, a, 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 a means and a way to his pleasure amin thumma amin but yes it is not easy as we have mentioned uh, before uh, as uh, once abdullah Ibn Auf reported that a man came to Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and uh, he complained to Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he says, uh, Inni la astati'u an akhudha min al-Qur'ani shay'an fa'alimni ma yujzi'uni bihi minhu. And he says, Ya Rasulallah, I cannot memorize anything from the Qur'an. So teach me something that will be able to make it easy to, for me to memorize. And Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to this man, Say, <coughs> Subhanallah walhamdulillah wa la ilaha illallah wallahu akbar wa la hawla wa la quwwata illa billahi al-aliyil azim and the man responded ya rasulullah you know whatever you have told me now this is for allah but what is for me to make it easy for me to become hafiz and rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam told the man make the dua allahumma arhamni warzuqni wa'afini wahdini we will repeat it inshallah rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam reminded this man to make the dua or asked the man to make the dua allahumma arhamni warzuqni wa'afini wahdini and it means oh allah have mercy on me provide for me forgive me and guide me and inshallah allah ta'ala Allah will make it easy for this person to become hafid al-Quran or to memorize whatever they need to memorize inshallah. But the Quran Jamaatul Muslimin is something that we can speak about for days at, at the time. It is something that you know, it doesn't dry up. Because the Quran, Al-Bustan uh, Al-Arifin, it is like an orchid for those who believe in Allah, for those who are looking, who are looking and contemplating about the Quran and about being Muslim, alhamdulillah. The Quran is something that will intercede for us on the day of Qiyamah when there is no intercession besides Rasulullah in the month of Ramadan. The Quran, Jamaatul Muslimin, will be our companion in our grave. We know and understand that the grave is a lonely place. It's a place where we will be alone and we will be there alone with our fears and our deeds that we have performed for Allah. But a person who had been the companion of the Quran, as he opens his eyes in his grave, he will see a person sitting next to him, the most beautiful and handsome of persons sitting next to him. And you will ask him, what are you doing here? This is my grave. I'm supposed to be my, my alone in this grave waiting for the day that Allah Ta'ala uh, calls me to stand in reckoning in front of him. And this person next to him, this, the, the deceased will say i am the quran as you have been my companion while you are alive on this dunya i am your companion now until the day of qiyamah 
So this is the Quran, Jama'atul Muslimin. It is not just a book that you open every day and you start reciting, or in fact, with all due respect, it is not a Quran that you blow the dust off the covers the night before the month of Ramadan and keep it alive during the month of Ramadan. Yes, Shahru Ramadan alladhi unzila fihil Quran, the month of Ramadan was the month wherein the Quran was revealed, but it's not the only month, Jama'atul Muslimin, that the Quran must be recited. It is not the only month, Jama'atul Muslimin, that we need to make effort to memorize certain parts of the Holy Quran. This is the life of a Muslim. We need to try and keep the Quran alive. Why? Because in Ladina Laysa fi Jawfihi Shayum min al Quran Kalbaitil Kharbi. Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam very the one who does not memorize anything from the Quran is like a ruined house. A house that has no value, a house that has no love, a house that has nothing but just the purpose of being a house so this is the quran that we know that we try we need to encourage one another jamaatul muslimin again you know if it is you start with one surah قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ النَّاسِ مَلِكِ النَّاسِ إِلَاهِ النَّاسِ مِنْ شَرِّ الْوَسْوَاسِ الْخَنَّاسِ الَّذِي يُوَسْوِسُ فِي سُدُورِ النَّاسِ مِنَ الْجِنَّةِ وَالنَّاسِ Whether that one surah, Jama'atul Muslimin, takes you one day, one hour, three days, we memorize it, we, we try to recite it as Allah Ta'ala revealed it with tajweed, وَرَتِّلِ الْقُرْآنَ تَرْتِيلًا We recite it as Allah Ta'ala revealed it, and then Allah Ta'ala will grace us to go to the next surah, قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ الْفَلَقِ until we complete the Quran from cover to cover and we will be of those who are of the Ahlul Quran the true, the family of the Quran those who preserve the Quran so when it will be asked of us in our graves what was our constitution we will without hesitation say that our constitution is, was and always will be the Quran the preservation of the Quran is, in, is under the protection of Allah again we just reminding one another you know the Quran is not going to disappear like this deen of Islam is not going to disappear we often we have this fear what what is going to happen with the deen but we often forget that we were also youth we were also young no we weren't we were also naughty but we were naughty but today Alhamdulillah Allah Ta'ala had guided and protected the deen of Islam within us and the deen of Islam goes on and on and on on and on and on. Jamaatul Muslimin, what is certain? Next year, this time will be February 2017. Next week, this time will be Friday again, a different date in the month of March. But we do not understand whether we're going to be here next week, Friday, whether we're going to be here next year, February. But the thing is, while we are here, we must make the most of our lives and we must try to do the most that we can do in the obedience of Allah. Yeah, whatever okay. we can do to become closer to Allah, whatever we can do to make it easier when we return to Allah. That is what we need to implement in our lives. Reciting the Quran, Surah Al-Fatiha, it is a condition of the Salah. And not only to recite the Surah, but to recite it with Tajweed. Alhamdulillah, again in Cape Town, we have so much opportunity. We have so much Huffad, we have so much institutions. In every area, you can knock on the door of the Masjid and there's a, uh, there's a class with the recitation of the Holy Quran. You listen to the radio station, Alhamdulillah, there is a program with the Tajweed 
program There's a program of, of where the Quran is being recited So we can, unlike making salah There was a question on the radio in the week I heard it, can you make salah with Fajr As the Imam is making salah on the, on the radio No, obviously you can't make salah with, a, with the Imam on the radio If you can make salah with the Imam on the radio You can make Hajj with the person on ITV But you can't do it Jamaatul Muslimin But what you can do is when the person recites from the Quran On the radio you can follow And you can see where he makes idgham Where he makes ghunna Where he makes the mud You can see and you can You can uh, uh, educate yourself With regards to the tajweed And how to recite certain surahs Of the Holy Quran Alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah, Sheikh. Um, Sheikh, it's almost time that we need to wrap up. But I also wanted to ask you, I do believe you are going to be hosting a program yet? No, Alhamdulillah, the radio had uh, made a request, inshallah, for, 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 for a program to be set. And Alhamdulillah, when I graduated from IPSA in 2007, after graduating, I had begun compiling a book and the book's name is quest for happiness i don't no, know if the book is still available you know after many years there is copies here there alhamdulillah but uh, the, the 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 intention of the program is that you know many of us was by muilak you know there's many of us that is in depression that we don't know whether we're coming or going so it is to understand that the quran as we mentioned and the, the sunnah of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the solution to our problems in life. Is the solution to life itself. You don't know how to live your life? Follow the Quran and the sunnah of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So this is the intention of the program, inshallah. It will be an inspirational program. It will be a program to, to find, and the program's name is the quest for happiness in seeking happiness. But in the confinements of the deen of Islam, inshallah, in the boundaries of the deen of Islam, inshallah. Before I leave, Buta Jamil, I just want yeah. to... Uh, we still have about two or three minutes left. No, alhamdulillah. <laughs> so yeah, that is, that is the intention, understanding our role that we play on this dunya. And finding happiness therein. You know, we, we sometimes don't know how to be happy. And we think we, we, we place... This, this, this emotion of happiness on the shoulders of somebody else Somebody else must make me happy before I can be happy mm. I can't lift myself up And this is something that, uh, that we need to try and do inshallah Ameen. With the deen of Islam and with Allah by our sides Ameen. Sheikh, I need to say shukran very much for your time Still SMS is coming yeah. through Yes, a listener saying she's been driven to tears And again I want to say Allah is Allah. With the alims coming in here yeah, We listen to Nasiha like you've shared with us this Alhamdulillah we need, we need to take it to heart I mean, Start ja- implementing yeah, it Inshallah yeah. Butaj Amir, just before I leave Again, I just want to uh, uh, Send a special message To two sisters Auntie Jainab Falal And Auntie Hadija Brown of Lansdowne They are the cousins of my My, 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 my late grandfather Butaj Abdullah yeah. Amadim, we ask Allah Ta'ala to always protect them and guide them, inshallah, and grant them all the ease uh, and, and health, inshallah. Amin. Sheikh Shukran very much. And I say to you, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.